0: Welcome back everyone to Victory Podcast. This is the second episode of Inspiration Is Everywhere, and we have today Oris Edu. How's it going, Oris? How have you been?
1: Very well, thank you. It's been good. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course. Now to give you a little backstory on how I met Adu, uh Ms. Oris Edu, is <laughs> we're in a singles group back in Texas. And she's currently she moved. She got tired of America and she, she started to, <laughs> decided to move up north to Canada and lives in Toronto right now. But we met in a singles group and I was hosting and uh, we had a brief introduction and I was I always get captivated <laughs> by people that are aspiring to essentially better their lives or are or, 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 or entrepreneurs, right. And so when when I got word when she ever, she told me that she's she does her own thing on the side, I was just like, "Wow, that's awesome!" And but I never got to see her again. Never got to uh, further our talk. But I always kept it in the back of my head, like how like she's it's a good story knowing her background, and that's why I decided to bring her on. And Thank so you. hopefully, uh, the listeners will take take <laughs> some inspiration from Oris. So how, awesome. How, so what got you started? So what do you do? Tell the audience what do you do, essentially?
1: So I am an artist and surface designer, also a textile designer. So i um, okay. an artist, I paint and do all of that. And then I translate my paintings into a um, surface design, right? And that is going to be designed for different surfaces. From wall art to textiles to fabrics to mugs to just anything that you can think of, your everyday products, I design those products, right? So it's called I'm um, Surface Design because yeah, things that you can touch, that you can feel, that you can use as well. And that's what I do. I I license my work to brands and businesses all over the world, as well as also have my I also um run my own shop online. So yes, that's what I do. That's
0: freaking amazing and you, you you said you work full time right yes i do yeah and and you have your own side business
1: yes correct
0: that's awesome that's awesome um so what what got you into this what 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 made you go you know this is what i'm going to do from here on out
1: so, that's a very interesting question. Um, well, I've always loved art. I've always um, painted and drawn while I was in, in middle school. And um, although my background is very, very interesting, right? I don't have any um, formal art school experience. I studied microbiology in school and also, and then after microbiology, I studied IT, right? And then I had a business wow. degree as well. Right. So uh, art is something that's always been in me while I was right. doing my studies as well as also working. I always like do volunteering um, um programs with with museums and also working with kids. So art has always been part of me, right? I just pick up my pencil and draw. And then suddenly in 2019, just before the pandemic, right, I was working on, in an IT company at that time. It was a job I did really like to do and um, that was when I was like okay I think I can I can practically just also be an artist on the side while I'm doing my my normal job right and then while I was working I bring I bring my laptop and uh, to the office and then I was learning illustrator I was learning I had to buy I, I bought a Wacom tablet. And then after, after work, I would just sit back at the office and just learn different tools and different things and different techniques. And the first thing I did once um, I was very confident with my work was to pitch my idea to my boss at, at that time. And then I told my boss that um, I could design the holiday and Christmas cards for the company. For that year's um, on, on holiday, right, and then it was like, okay, and um, let me see what you got. I designed the cards for the company, and yeah, and that was how we all started. Um, that same year, I supplied about two thousand cards to my to my country's um, supermarket, like the biggest supermarket back in my in my own country, and that was my first a major geek, right? And I'm like, okay, I can actually do this. I can be an artist. I can be a designer as well as do what I, I, I also enjoy to do. So that's how I got started with my career as an artist.
0: <laughs> that's how it typically starts, right? You you're just, <laughs> yeah. You, you you have this time. That's what I've noticed. Mm-hmm. It's like, you have this kind of time and you just, you don't feel fulfilled, right? And then you're, yeah. you you- mm-hmm. You kind of turn to this area in your life to where you feel fulfilled and you, you yep. lean on it. And then you're like, man, you know, there's there's avenues that I can go <laughs> down this road to actually okay. make a living off of something that's fulfilling. And this is what I exactly. tell people, like, find your purpose. But I don't think people understand, like, what that truly means. and And it does take time. It does take yeah. time to find that yeah. purpose and, yeah. and you got to go through the trials and tribulations mm-hmm. in order to get down that path. Like mm-hmm. exactly what you said, right? How many, how many degrees? How many, edu- like you started out in microbiology, <laughs> yeah. you got a business degree. I mean, that's yeah, very telling.
1: To-
0: <laughs> and so what made you keep going? What made you like, no, this is not working. What And then like switch and no, no, this is not working. What, yeah. what, what was that drive? <laughs>
1: So um, I'm someone that has uh, very much wide interest in so many things, right? So starting off, um, based on my kind of background, my parents wanted me to be a doctor, right? So they're like, um, yeah. So you must go to school to be a doctor or a lawyer or things like that, right? I'm right. sure it's like typical African parents, right? And, yeah. And I enjoyed biology, right? And I just thought of, okay, I could, I could get into into microbiology since I didn't have the excellent the excellent grades for for the medicine. So um, yeah, so microbiology was an option for me, and I enjoyed it. It was pretty cool, and um, I was supposed to do public health as a master's, right? But mm-hmm. I just thought to myself, do you really want to do public health? <laughs> do you want to do biomedicals? And I'm like, well, no. <laughs> and um, I changed my my degree at that time to IT. But I'm really glad I did because IT is something that I also had some sort of passion for, and right. um, and that was fantastic because I was able to to marry my art, uh, my interest for art and IT at that time. And um, my project in in um, in school was more of how do I create like an application for an art gallery, right? Uh, so I, right. I I kind of like married art and tech together, which is what um, I'm currently doing as well. But yeah that was it. And then the business side of it was, I think I need an MBA. I'm going to do something else relating to, I need to know what, out does it take to run a business? I need to understand finances. I need to understand international business as well. And then things like the cash flow. And yes, that was what motivated me to do an MBA.
0: <laughs> okay. But this MBA, it was prior yeah. to you endeavoring towards your artistic goal, right? Like it was prior to that see that i I always find that (laughs) interesting like we kind of not knowing that we're setting ourselves up we're actually Mm -hmm. setting ourselves up for success yeah Yeah. and that's why i always tell people go ahead try it out you don't know Mm -hmm. you don't know if that's going to work if that's something that piques your interest like go ahead and do it and it seems like your story just essentially explains that that yeah this this kind of piques my interest yeah. let me go let me go down this road mm-hmm, and it mm-hmm, and it mm-hmm. kind of set you up financially right it pays fairly yeah. in, in the industry and so it kind of set you up financ- financially yeah. and and now you're you're on the design side of things and <laughs> you're, you're well on the path and so yeah. it's great it's great so what what do Thank you, you have going on in the future now? Like, what what do you see yourself like? What are those next steps that you're taking in order to set yourself up? Yeah.
1: So interestingly, before I answer your question, I'm just going to say that you never know where your talent or your gift or your interests will take you to, right? So 20, 2020, that was um, during the pandemic, was when um, my arts my art business really, really sprung up. And um, I spent the pandemic really just building myself because it's one thing for you to have a skill or, sorry, it's one thing for you to have a gift or a talent that is another thing for you to have a skill, right? So you need to be able to hone the skill and give it more time and and just nurture it, right? And that was the time for me because I didn't have to go out. I didn't have to do anything. That was pretty... And distracting. So, and twenty twenty was was such a year because that was when the Black Lives Matter as well happened, and that was the time that my arts really had a lot of um um out the out the global audience, right? So I had a lot of people they. They found me on Instagram, they found my website, and I had a lot of people asking for my work. And that was, 2020 was my first collaboration. And um, I had a lot of companies and brands from the US, from all over the world that they wanted to collaborate with me, and I'm like, okay, this small girl from from Nigeria, right? (laughs) I'm having top brands. I'm like, okay, okay. This is quite interesting. There's something called um, licensing, which I wasn't really Mm -hmm. aware of. And a lot of artists don't know about the licensing um, industry, right? Which is that Mm -hmm. people, brands and businesses, they pay you a royalty for your artwork, right? So rather than they um, just go online and just pick up on your artwork, they hire you or they can just license your work, and that was how my career all started. And um, in 2021, I found my art in Target, um, Home Goods. 2022, so wow. many brands, so many, um, so many brands, so many fashion brands, overseas and White Stuff. I had so many collaborations and um 2022 that was last year i I got a sign off by an agent um in the u.s as well to to represent me and my work where mm-hmm. i've been I've, I've also been featured on notstrom my work has also been featured on create and kids so going into the future i would say that definitely a more of these collaborations yes mm-hmm. it's going to be is a top goal for me because um, I want people to as much as possible experience my work because my work is just is more than um, just painting and drawing it comes from a personal experience it comes from a place of mindfulness because my my work it it's um it sparks joy it sparks boldness colorfulness vibrancy and positive words as well so things like Um, artwork that would uplift you and positive words that will just brighten up your day. So, um, it's more than, it's more, it's, it has, it has more meaning than than what people might think. Right. So it's about just making sure that I have a lot of people experience this, right. So, um, going to future also includes, um, Having a brand, so having like a fashion brand as well as an, an homeware b- brand, the where mm-hmm. we're going to have like um, homeware, right? I don't want to specify the products right now, but <laughs> right. no,
0: no, no, you <laughs> but, don't need to. Yeah.
1: But yeah, but homeware brands and fashion brands, um, yeah. fingers crossed, that's what I have in the future. But okay. for now, it's just to collaborate with as many companies as possible so that we okay. can have people experience my, my work.
0: Okay, so you you have this plan, right? Mm-hmm. You you yeah. have this all set up, and you know <laughs> a lot of us have these plans, right? Of of what to mm-hmm. do, and and we we have all these goals, right? Mm-hmm. But it takes a routine. This is something yeah. that I believe. It takes yes. a routine, and it takes a lifestyle in order to make it happen. Now, sure. tell me about your routine on what it takes to to achieve these uh, on your day-to-day basis? What do you do?
1: So that's interesting. First of all, I'm not a morning person. Okay, (laughs) I'm not a morning person. So, but, um, I found that, that, um, okay. So I would say that I don't have a typical day-to-day routine. Every day is very different for me. Right. And um, I would say that as a creative, I kind of get bored with with um, having the routine. But mm-hmm. um, I would say that I still do have a routine that might not be very structured, but my nine-to-five is typically just at the office, trying to do office work and all of that. But m- my work majorly starts from five to ten so I, I, I just get the time to, after five, I do all my creative work. I and Another thing I try to do as much as possible is to do my work in batches, right? So okay. um, I, I, t- I tend to do all my art designs. in one day I, I sketch. So for example, I can sketch like a day before and then the next day is the next process. And then the next day is the final design, the final artwork, and then... The next day, I'm going to send off all the files to the client, right? So okay. um, I would say that um, I, I I block out the time after work about four or five hours to just do creative work. Sometimes it can be administrative. I like administrative. That. <laughs> Yeah. I thank like you. I like that. I like, I like how, how you said you block out
0: the time. That's, that's cool. <laughs> go, go ahead. Sorry. Yes. sorry. <laughs>
1: Well, that's because you know you get so many distractions. So I put my phone yeah. on, I do not disturb. I don't receive calls after some time.
0: You, you I hear that, I, listeners? I my, <laughs> you block out the I time. My,
1: yeah, so I have my phone where all the apps go on um, is all muted after yeah. some some set of hours. Yeah, so I don't receive any any notifications and right. like that. And because um, once I'm distracted, it's very hard for me to get back into zone. Right. So yeah. Um, so evenings are usually my my most creative times and then my weekends as well so right now I'm putting in all the work um to to do as much as I can and I don't You're really right. have time for fun right now. (laughs) So my weekends, my mornings, my Saturday mornings are very, very precious and serene. So after doing my workouts in the morning, I have my breakfast the next thing is for me to draw. So I do all my creative work in the morning. And then on Sundays, I do majorly like my craft work sometimes i sew on sundays as well i I tend to just have fun with some creative stuff like and um yeah so that's pretty much what i do in the week my Mondays to fridays i'm nine to five office work and then from five i get i get my laptop I, i i start my work and then another thing is i i tend to have so for each day for example i tend to Use a certain set of, of tasks, right? So I know that Monday I write some some articles for the blog post on Tuesdays. I make sure I follow up on some clients. Wednesdays, for example, um, I draw, I do some other things on Thursdays. I, I I come up with my uh, elite generation and things like that. So I, yeah. have, so I know that, okay, for tomorrow, this is what I'm supposed to do. So that helps me to just be more structured and more organized with my work.
0: That is great. <laughs> that is great. I've... I've I asked, I asked the routine mainly because (laughs) I've read so many articles over the years about highly successful people, about all the successful people that they have a morning routine. And I'm thinking to my head um, as if like, okay, they have a morning routine, but what about the people that are not morning people? Like Mm -hmm. I'm not per se a morning (laughs) person, but I do force myself to get up in the morning and just start Mm -hmm. my day off strong and whatnot. Right. But what about those people? I'm like, you don't need to have a morning routine to be in order to be (laughs) successful. But it it just goes to show you, right? Mm -hmm. And so there's other aspect that you brought up into where there's a book by Stephen Covey. And he talks about the seven habits of highly successful people. Now, this one, I don't really like, per se, because I don't, maybe maybe because I didn't like the way he explained it. But I started to understand it the last Mm -hmm. year or so is blocking out sorry about that
1: no it's okay uh, the,
0: uh, blocking out the time and yep. and so that makes sense and i've started to actually utilize that a little bit more is that no i'm gonna do this right now i'm gonna give myself a couple hours okay i'm mm-hmm. not gonna i'm i've got this to a certain point let me jump into something else and i'll do that yep. for a couple hours And so it's, it's really helping me prioritize because to me, I have, I have so many different things I'll be doing and weekends are my favorite, but for some (laughs) reason they get packed so quickly because I feel like I have a, there's one thing I'm slowly starting to learn is take away this obligation that I got to hit or be at my friends events. And so I'm, I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to step away from that because there's. And I did for a brief moment of last year. And a lot of people were like, dude, where, where were you at? And, and it goes, it goes back to how, what you have to do in order to Mm -hmm. set yourself up. You got to build that little craft, that skill. And I wasn't really ready to start the podcast. I really really had to like step away and just work on myself in order to Mm -hmm. present in a way that I wanted to present. But yeah, going back to the the habit and the routine and blocking yep. out the time—that's great. And it, and it's and for anyone that's wondering on how to get started, first of all, you just get started, yep. right? Would mm-hmm. you Would yes. you agree with me? Sure. And then blocking out the time is is is, yep. is a great way. I, I like that. I like blocking out the time. Getting getting rid of your distractions is yep. really important because it's so easy, right? It's so easy to get distracted. Very And and (laughs) now, speaking of the the other side of distraction, right? Yep. What do you do? And this is something that I have a trouble with. And I know plenty of other people have a trouble with. What do you do when you feel like you're just, you know, you want to do it, you have to do it, right? You're just Mm -hmm. not fully motivated. And there's that fear that perfectionist Mm-hmm. in you that's like you're hesitant on doing something right so mm-hmm. what do you do what what steps do you take in order to overcome that type of situation
1: okay so um as an artist i would call that the creative and block right so that's mm-hmm. when i'm not in the mood to do anything i just want to just chill right <laughs> and, right um Sometimes uh, I think that when it comes to things like that, right, you have to be able to listen to your body. You have to be able to listen to your soul. And um, in times like that, what I do is just I take a pause, right? I don't have to yeah. force myself to work. I don't have to force myself to do anything I don't want to do. I, I just take a pause. I take deep breath and then I go for a walk. I go for a walk um, in nature. I go to the park, There's a park just down my road, and I just go for my walks there. Sometimes I run, and um, I get back home, and I'm refreshed. Right, I feel way better than how I left, so that's one way I do. Another way is for me to just shut down anything I'm doing and just pick up a book and read something. And and um, what I tend to do now is to look for so for example I have like some positive affirmation books and I also have so there's one I love by Morgan Apple nicolas I don't know if you know her but she's she's very big on affirmations and poems mm-hmm. so poems mm-hmm. poems is something that really inspires me to write right and um, once I get triggered by that my creative um, flow, my creative MGCs just tend to flow. So, uh, I'm reading some very good books, help me, and also just taking a walk, right? So, taking a walk just clears my head. I breathe in yeah. some fresh air and I get back home. I'm way, I'm very refreshed. So, um, those two things. But once, um, if it's about finding inspiration for me, I would say that's going to the libraries. So, I, mm-hmm. I volunteer some of my weekends, I volunteer at at the Textile Museum of Canada. And um, I have like two, three hours in the week where I just go there and volunteer. So just meeting with people and also visiting their library because at the museum as well, there's a library down there. And um, just going to the museum, picking up some art books and just um, reading, talking to people. I mean, unlike minded people, helps me to feel way, way better because we. I, I believe that since the pandemic, people have put very less value on interaction and engagement, right? So talking with people, it boosts your morale, it helps you feel way yeah. better. So yeah. I think, yeah, just talking to people, going to the museum, picking up some books, taking a walk. And just pretty much just taking it easy one one day at a time, one day at a time. Okay,
0: <laughs> okay, I like one it. I like it. I like, I like all those things that you you do. It, it's great. And but here's 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 the prequel to that question. Like, okay. what got you to the point that you're able to recognize this and not recognize this as? Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people equate it as. I'm unable to do this or I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Right. So, what got you to that point to recognize that it's not that?
1: So, you mean what got me to the point that i um, being mindful of like how yeah. I take my, what's it called now?
0: The, the creative being, block. Yeah.
1: Been refilling, like just refilling yeah. myself and refreshing. Yeah. Um, it will. Well, be essentially, that-
0: like I'm saying, like whenever you're blocked, a lot of people. Yeah they don't recognize that it's a block, right? Like it's a creative oh, yeah. block. It, oh, yes. They recognize it as I can't do this, okay. right? That's yep. one of them, yep. or I'm unable to do this, or I don't want to mm-hmm. do it. Right. Okay. They recognize yep. it one of, one of those ways. And a lot of times when they recognize it, those ways, they mm-hmm. just stop completely. They could have all the talent in the world and mm-hmm. they will just stop because they're not recognizing it as accordingly. Right. You're recognizing yep. it. You knew it right away. That it's this is a creative block. I need to step yes. away for a moment. Mm-hmm. But what steps did you take? How did you come to the point to recognize it as a creative block?
1: All right. And now I get it. So um funny thing is I used to be odd on myself, right? I used to just beat myself up. But that's, okay, why can't you just get this done? You have to do this. I used to be very fast-paced. I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, I want to do things now. I want to get it done now. And then when I have those blocks, I'm like, what is wrong with me? Think, (laughs) think. And then that's, that doesn't help me. Right. Right. Um, I, I just, I just, um, get back into the old and, um, I lose it all. I, I just tend to be very down, depressed and all of that. Yeah. and and that's, and that's one of the reasons why I had to really, really put some very conscious efforts to being very mindful on number one will be the way I talk to myself. and number two will be mm. the way I see myself, right? So it's like, okay, I think that I'm feeling this way because I feel overwhelmed or there's been a lot of distractions so or I'm moving because I've in the past five, six years, I've moved across three different countries four different countries. So I'm like so sometimes when I move, I have yeah. that that long break, right? because right block. And I'm like, where do I start from now? Because I'm like, unpacking, am packing, I'm packing, and doing this and doing that, and then there's a pause, right? So I tend to just kind of um, consciously and mindfully do things that will spark that creativity, right? So right. because yes, because the in the in the other lights, I'm not doing good to myself, right? By saying that, right. um, oh, this is not done, this is not good enough, this is not because. There's something called imposter syndrome, yep, which yeah. is that once you get to that stage, you just believe that I'm not perfect. What I'm doing is not perfect, so I don't want to show the world, right? But then those things, those artworks. Now, in my case, for example, are some of the artworks that would get people to say, "Oh my gosh, this is so beautiful!" A client says, "Send me that file, send me that design." I love that. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I thought that this wasn't good enough, right? But apparently. It is, so um, I think that also believing yourself goes a long way, yeah. um, talking to yourself in a positive way, just looking in front of the, of the mirror and just give yourself an i five and just say that you got this. if you need a moment to take a deep breath and just pause, sometimes we all do do that and um, get back again on the grind so
0: <laughs> that's great, that's great <laughs> I, I, would you say? that you Mm -hmm. practice mindfulness on a regular basis?
1: Yes, I will say. Yes, I do. And that's
0: probably the biggest aspect of your life right now? Yes, it is.
1: So um, I know I mentioned initially that I'm a morning person, but my first few minutes in my mornings is very important to me. When I wake up, the first thing is I just, I reflect. I do some reflection and and, um, I just, I don't check social media. I don't do anything like that. I just, I'm just all meditating and that for me is the most important part of my day, right? Because it sets my pace for the rest of the day. So yeah, it's, and most of my work as well, like when it comes to words, like passive words, most of them are something, it's not something I just check online and Google some quotes, right? Most yeah. of these words come to me during my meditation phase.
0: Nice. Beautiful. Beautiful. So going Thank back you. now, now, now that you've, you mentioned that you've, mm-hmm. what, four countries? How many countries in how many years?
1: Three. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, UK. So I left Nigeria for the UK. I did my, my studies in the UK and then okay. left UK. I, now I, then I traveled to the US and then from the US to Canada.
0: <laughs> okay. So let's start from yeah. the beginning. That's three, Nigeria. Yes. <laughs>
1: Yes. <laughs> so you were
0: born and raised in Nigeria, right? So how was it? How was it? How, how was it? How, how is living and well, in, in being raised in Nigeria?
1: Very beautiful. I would say okay. um, so many cultures, so many tribes, so many colors. And um, yeah, I have a wonderful family that supports me, which is amazing. And um, I would say that, well, my family made sure that I got <laughs> the, the level of education I do, so yeah. I, I appreciate them for that. Um, but yes, being in Nigeria, and um, the first, the first bond, the first girl is um, amazing. It can be an amazing journey. There could be a lot of pressure, but it was amazing. I would say. Like what and type of um,
0: pressure? You mentioned pressure. Like is it yes social so pressure? pressure?
1: Like, um, you have so, to succeed type of pressure uh, yes, exactly. like i understand
0: that because that's in the indian culture too like yeah. you gotta succeed well but what is success point? to you No, just make a bunch of money. I'm like, no.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And then that was pretty much, well, it wasn't that much because I wasn't at home for a long time, right? Because immediately after uni, I I traveled. But then um, I think it was just a normal thing with the African culture, right? Like, okay, that's the first. Everyone expects you to be this. Everyone expects you to be that, like to be a good role model to your siblings and things like that. Yeah. So. Um, growing up in Nigeria was such an experience that I wouldn't want to trade. I would say that it imbibed a lot of um, values in me, which I appreciate and I, and I thank God for it. So, yes, I, I I love Nigeria. I was back home in December. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> nice. So, for the people that don't know how Nigeria mm-hmm. is like, like, I don't know what it's <laughs> like, but I'm going to be ignorant about it and think like it's a highly poverty country. That's my first thought. Right, and I'm sure a lot of people have that con- perception too. And I know that's incorrect, right? But yep. to explain to the audience or tell the mm-hmm. audience on how the environment is and how is it is it similar in in a way to America or?
1: Um, well, not as similar, right? So Nigeria is very huge. We have over 200 mm-hmm. million um, people living in Nigeria, which is almost. The same population as in the US, almost not not, and um, the same right. We have um, oops, we have about um, thirty six um, states in Nigeria, and uh, okay. Lagos State is the most popular states. In Nigeria, okay. and it is the most advanced when it comes to the economy, when it comes to um, technology, when it comes to business, when it comes to um, just pretty much everything. Everybody wants to move to Lagos, just like everyone wants to move to New York and, and Toronto. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, right. so it's the metropolitan, right? Um, okay. And um, I would say that um, Nigeria, as is poor places as well, but... Nigeria is very rich. Trust me, it's okay. full of of. It's full of people that are amazing. It's full of food that is awesome. It's full of culture. Great. It's is full of colors. So many tribes. We have over five hundred languages as well. So oh, it's very diverse. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's very diverse. And um, and I would say that it's one of the richest African country because we have nice. oil. We have um, um, coal. We have so many things too, but, right. but but you know, as as um as a developing country, we definitely have issues with corruption and bad government. So of course, which is what course. the media really pushes out, right? But I think that things are changing now because of Instagram, social media. You tend to hear a lot of Nigerians doing this, a lot of Nigerians doing that. You hear, yes, we are very successful. Love a lot it. of Nigerians are successful, yeah. are successful, right? And um, so I think that. The notion about um, about Nigerians and Africa is changing right now because of the media and because of um, technology as well. Right. So Nigeria is a very beautiful place and um, I recommend that you visit. (laughs) I will.
0: I will. I I am trying to get to the point to where I'm not I don't have to work full time and I can just travel the world and visit all various types of countries and just help. Help the world. I, I've always had that dream. Well, I want to say I always had that dream. My dream, mm-hmm. if I ever had one from the very beginning, was being a rock star, and that's never come true. But <laughs> I still remember that question when I was like, I don't know, yep. in like fourth or fourth or fifth grade. Not, I think even younger than that. I don't know how how what age that is anymore. But yeah. very young age, and the teacher asking, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And I was like, I don't know. I need to ask my parents about that. And she she was like what, like she doesn't understand how the culture is right because that's how that's yeah. how it, it's similar to what it seems like in, in your culture right it's just you yep. listen to your parents and so it was like I have to ask my parents well yeah <laughs> how about, what do you want to do and I'm just like I don't know I want to be a rock star yeah. and I just every time I, I I think about it I just I laugh at myself because yeah I have well, no skill to be a rock star. <laughs> I,
1: well, I think we all add um, a what's it called? Now we all add um, the theme, like the ideal job or career, or I think it was just based on fantasy, right? I think we all. Yeah. Had that oh yeah. Like definitely. Like, oh, I, I just want to be this. I want to be that. <laughs> I I liked
0: singing at that young age, and I still love yeah. singing now. And so yeah. th- there may be a day where I might have like a single song out, and that'll be it. I'll be the one-hit wonder guy. That's well, that's, yes. all. That's, that's all. That's all I ever want.
1: <laughs> you know? It's never too late.
0: Right? It's never too late, and it, it will happen. Late. It will happen eventually. I don't know when, but it will happen eventually. <laughs> yeah. Will, but okay, so Nigeria. Yep. You 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 stay there. You graduated. You you finish high school there, right? Yeah. And yes, then. What made you make the decision of choosing a college in UK versus every, any other country?
1: So my first college was in Nigeria, right? Okay, um, okay. okay. And then to further study my, my education, I just, I knew, okay, I wanted to leave. I just didn't want to.
0: And what did you finish theater? over in Nigeria? Which in degree or was it? Microbiology. Okay. So you, yes uh mm-hmm. bachelor's or yes. what was it yes bachelor's, bachelor's in microbiology yep. mm-hmm. in nigeria okay okay yep go ahead
1: so um i just thought to myself i don't want to stay here anymore i just want to see the world <laughs> explore explore see the world and um i believe that there's so much more i can do and achieve and yeah so it's, it's just about i have, there's no limits the world is my what's it called again the world is my, and what's that called? Oyster. <laughs> called,
0: the world is yeah. your oyster. My,
1: yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. The world is my oyster. And I just thought of, yes, it's it's time to live. And um, I just, I told my parents I wanted to do my master's in the UK. And UK at that time was because it was the fastest option I had. Okay. And um, because, yeah, I didn't have to do so many exams and things like that. So it was just very quick. Right. And yep um, right. Yeah. And uh, so, funny enough, IT wasn't my first option initially because my parents wanted me to do um, biomedicals, right? But then right. I changed my mind and I changed my course. I changed my uni, everything by myself without telling my parents. I was just, I was like, <laughs> I was 20.
0: <laughs> right.
1: So, and then I got my letter. I gave it to my parents, I'm like, I got an admission. I'm like, IT? I'm like, yes, that's what I want to do. <laughs> so... I left home and yes, I, it was an awesome experience just um, being outside of my country and um, it was a lot of culture shock for me because right. it was yeah. an entirely new environment, new food, new people. But there was, there's always an African community somewhere in the world, right? Everywhere, right. every corner right. is always African. So, right, yes, yeah, so I was able to integrate. I also have a family down there as well, cousins and aunties and uncles. So that wasn't so much for me to um, fit into the culture and as well as the environment. So it was pretty good.
0: Okay. So y- you mentioned culture shock, like what's yep. your first <laughs> thought when you land there, right? like. Do you first think, how am I going to get treated? I, You, like, is your first thought, I am of different color. Am I going to get treated in a different way?
1: Well, yes, of course. I think that because based, um, as, as at the time, just before I left, right, it was, everything was in the movies, right? So right. based on like what we see, what we hear it was, okay, how am I going to be treated? I hope. Like, there won't be a lot of, of racism and things like that. And, of course, it's very normal for you to um, think that way. But that didn't get to me, right? I was just someone that was full of dreams and things to achieve. And I was so excited. Okay. So <laughs> that really overshadowed the thoughts of that really overshadowed yeah. the the thoughts of, okay, how am I going to feel, am I going to be treated and things like that, right? It was more of an adventure for me. I just wanted to just get into the system, meet new people and just do fun stuff and explore the old campus. (laughs) So that was one, yeah, so I was more of an explorer in that sense. Yeah. (laughs)
0: That's good. That's good. Okay. I like that. I like that how you didn't give so much attention to that, yep. I guess that initial fear, right? Like, mm-hmm. am yeah. I gonna get treated in the wrong yeah. way? You're mm-hmm. like, forget about it. If I'm gonna get treated yeah. in a wrong way, I'm still gonna live my life. Of the course. world is yeah. my oyster. Yes. And I'll yes, it make it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go explore <laughs> this place, right? Yeah. So did you, yep. did you take this same mentality when you came to us knowing the fact how, how mm-hmm. us I don't know how outside looking in how us is envisioned? in Mm -hmm. in regards of racism yep but did you take that same mentality coming into the country
1: well yes and that's because um things that uh, has really really changed Mm -hmm. um a lot of things have changed because um, right now people are getting lighting people are getting very much um aware of our People should be treated and things like that, and I believe that. Well, it's 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 a gradual process, but things are not where it used to be. So um, coming over to the U.S., Texas is um, is is a state that has a lot of Africans as well right. and as well as a lot of Nigerians, right? So right. coming in, I it was just a perfect place for me to, to settle because I had like family, I had a lot of cousins, a lot of friends. So it was it was exciting. It was an awesome time for me. So I didn't that didn't even cross my mind at all. It didn't cross okay. <laughs> that didn't cross my mind. So no okay. because I already now, had desire Nope. Is that it's all right.
0: talked about into the community? Is that like brought up in the community, in the African community, as in like, hey, you got to watch out. You mm-hmm. could be or treated no. this way. Not really. No, right? Okay. No. Nice no,
1: it's not. We're just out there living our lives our best I, life. <laughs> I, I love that.
0: I love that because <laughs> I I do feel, because there's there's things that I've noticed, I mm-hmm. won't say like on a regular basis, but- every now and then I'll, I'll catch a glimpse of fear yep. in, in black people's minds. Yep. Right. And like, I had that happen to me. When was it? Uh, in December. Yep. And I had gotten done with a marathon. And so after the uh, it was a team relay marathon. And so after we were done, we went out and celebrated for drinks and food and we were just crossing a street and three of these people and there were there were black people and and they were like the cross light wasn't yep. to go but there was no cars coming normally people no matter who they are will cross the road even though there's no cross light. the is coming right both ways no cars even around right mm-hmm. even though it says not to walk you're still gonna walk right mm-hmm. nine times out of ten like even i'm gonna walk right but the guy his first reaction was no 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 we're gonna get a ticket or we can have this happen to us because we're of color and i'm just like i felt bad I felt really bad for him because it's like we we take this and it's ingrained mm-hmm. in our mind. And this is where I try yep. to correct a lot of people's behavior when it comes to treating other people the right way. Because you don't know how much of an impact you're going to have on the person. Yep. And so when when he did that, I was just like, man. I feel I feel I I empathize with him so much that this guy is Mm -hmm. probably living day to day like this. And it's so unfortunate because now you're not experiencing the world. Right. Now you're not going Mm -hmm. out and exploring the world and meeting all the good people. And I'm sure you've had some bad experiences. Right. You haven't had all good experiences. I'm sure you had bad experiences. But do you how, how do you take those bad experiences that you have?
1: I don't think about them. So um, I could just be like, these guys don't know. So for example, um, I can't really picture a bad experience I had, right? But my thoughts would be that these guys are missing out on awesomeness, right? So um, what I mean by awesomeness is is, because um, I don't see people this. I don't see people as, okay, you're white, you're... Asian, I need to treat you differently. Right. No, I treat right. people the same way, right? Right. So, and if I have a reservation, right, I speak up. I right. tend to speak up that no, this is not right. This is not what should be done. This is what should be done, right? Right. So, um, I haven't had uh, so many bad experiences, right? But then, because right now, even where I work, I tend to make sure that if something is out of hand, eyes pick up, right? That no, this right. shouldn't be done, this should be done. But um, I believe that I don't see people like that. You're pink, you're yellow, you're green, we're all one, right? Yeah, And you yeah. should be treated the same with empathy and also to be kind to one another because you wouldn't yeah. know what the other person is going through at the end of the day, right? So, yeah, so that's it.
0: <laughs> that's good, that's a, that's a great perspective. <laughs> I like i yeah. like how you really don't give attention to it like maybe no. you have experience and you're like you're no. lost like you're yep. missing out on all this the fun crunching. over here that you're Egg about to crunching. have and and that's the spirit okay <laughs> that's the spirit. that's that's that is a great way to yeah. to do it and, and a great approach to take yeah. and um Hopefully, hopefully it helps people's with that perspective. Not, not only of, of just color, right? It, anyone, anyone can take this type of mentality and apply it into their life. And because we tend to, whenever something goes bad in our lives, right? We tend to focus on that. We're like, our life is over just because, Mm -hmm. you know, something bad happened. Oh, so much more opportunities that come from it. Exactly. I think, so,
1: um, also, there's something that really keeps me going is that rejection is an opportunity, right? So sometimes we might feel ah, rejected,
0: awesome.
1: yeah. Sometimes we might feel down. Sometimes we might not expect what we need, but it's something else that is in stock for us for in, in the future, right? You will never know yeah. what, why you didn't get the opportunity at that time, yeah. but then it may be that you need there's something bigger coming. There's something different right. that's going to help you elevate your dreams, your goals, everything that you, everything that you're working
0: on. Right, exactly. You're, (laughs) you're just rolling with the punches, right? You're just like, yeah, yeah, it's okay. (laughs) If you make a mistake, you, you shake it off, you shrug it off. Mm -hmm. You learn from the mistake and you move forward. Right. And that's essentially what you have been doing. Right. Yeah.
1: Agreed. So
0: what is the last mistake that you made and how did you like go about on resolving it and moving forward? If you want to share with Mm. us
1: last mistake so it's gonna be work related or okay doesn't matter. No, it I'm doesn't scared. matter it
0: does it doesn't matter
1: <laughs> okay um mistake a mistake mistake i would say that um i don't really have the records of my mistakes <laughs> you live <laughs> honestly, life so greatly not, no, well not that really you don't
0: remember any of your mistakes <laughs> that's great
1: i i tend to forgive myself a lot i i but, that's but wonderful what, but the good thing, but the thing is I do, I do have a lot of mistakes, which I tend to beat myself up initially, but then I remind myself that it's okay to make mistakes, right? It's yes. okay to, to get it wrong sometimes, yeah. but yeah. then I think the beauty is about just picking myself up and just keep going, right? Because without the mistakes, there wouldn't be success, right? It's the, it's right. the failures that makes this success. So I have right. a lot of mistakes. It doesn't that mean- Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't yep.
0: mean like fail- failure. is okay. Okay. Yep. But mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you continue to fail. It means yep. this means to the ones that are listening, this means that what we're actually telling ourselves is it's okay that we made this mistake. We are going to learn from it. We're not yep. going to make this, let this mistake affect us to where we're actually gonna make a mistake again. We have no fear of making that mistake again because it's not gonna happen. We're we're capable yep. of learning from this mistake and mm-hmm. moving forward. And that's yes. how our how we're essentially approaching. Now,
1: Yeah. Okay. And then and then I've also believed that you need some people that I are ahead of you in whatever you're trying to do, right? So in your career, in your work, whatever you want to do, you need someone that has gone ahead of you. So it might be a right. mentor, it might be your big brother, your big sister, whatever. Yeah. just find that person because um, they can also you can also leverage on their own experiences. They can teach right. you, they can guide you, and um, not to make some mistakes that they did. And then that would also help you and guide you in your own a life journey. So I've also um, realized that you don't have to do life alone, right? Look for someone that you can talk to, look for people that it might be in your finances. Maybe you need a mentor on how to um, build your finances. It might be in your work. It might be in your career. You can reach out to people on LinkedIn. The funny thing is you never know who has been waiting for your call, Right. Right. So I tend to reach out to people, and that's also helped me. So even if I'm feeling down, or I feel like I made a mistake, or I feel that I feel rejected, or I feel because sometimes it happens, right? We all remember. Yes. So I just pick up my phone, I call the person, this is how I'm feeling, this is what I think. And then the person just says, oh, this is how you can do this, do this, and that, and that, and that. And then I feel way better. So I think that having the right people around you as well it really helps you that to surround yourself with people that matter <clears throat> it goes a long way in your your mental health your your emotional health as well and your physical health because life isn't meant to be done alone <laughs> No
0: no no it is yeah. definitely important to surround yourself with the right people yeah. this is that's yes. one of the biggest things yeah. i've always knew this and i've i've been blessed i've been mm-hmm so lucky throughout my life that I've always had the right people around me I don't know how Mm -hmm. I did it I don't know how that it happened to me but it did and but as as of last year it's like you know it right yeah and then it's like you can try whatever you want like I've I've tried whichever way and like I've included people and I've gotten so far so close to a group of people and then like when I would say when shit hits the fan, people start disappearing. Mm -hmm. And then I'm, I'm realizing, you know, I don't need those type of people. I want want people, I want people that will stick with me, thick and and thin, you know? Yep. And so I've, I've learned to be okay with even just letting people go and just go about their lives and, and it's okay. And I'm still going to continue to do what I'm doing and, but. It goes back to that main focus right surround mm-hmm. yourself with exactly. the people that you want to be surrounded by yeah and it yeah. is your yep. choice that's it right it looks like you, you've done that right <laughs> and so since you don't go out much right mm-hmm. and how do you how how do you get that time for yourself what are the things that you do are you a type of person that needs to be around people every now and then and who are those people
1: well do you have I family there almost, in, in
0: canada and in
1: no no well um not my immediate family but i do okay. have a few a few cousins and friends but right but m- most of the time um just all by myself which i do enjoy my alone time i do enjoy my alone time but um as well as also have friends which we go out um, once a while. We okay. so in, in summer we do like different concerts. We go out to museums. We do galleries, and I I love to hike as well. And um <clears throat> Canada is very very, very famous for the um, for their own party. So that's the games night. So a lot of people host like games nights and house party and all of that, which I do go as well. So um yes, I do go out. I do go out, but I have to plan ahead. <laughs> so right. because my friends yeah, know that's... that they have yeah. to let me know ahead of time, so I yeah. plan ahead. Um and so I know that this weekend I'm going to go out, so I have to do some of the work I need to do on Friday, right so that I can, right. I can just I can just make up the time for my work but yes i do I do go out. I do have fun <laughs> I do it's
0: yeah. awesome that's awesome Thank you I like it. Thank I like you it so much so going back now to your story, your traveling story yep. you, you're where in u s mm-hmm. you stayed how long in Texas, and then what made you make the shift to Toronto?
1: I wasn't in the US for so long actually because when we met that was um, (laughs) no Uh, when we met that was in 2021 and I think I it was a few weeks after I arrived Texas right so right I spent about one year one year maybe just very slightly over a year okay yeah yeah so it wasn't too long, but it was awesome. I would say because I explored yeah. maybe five, six states. So I traveled here and nice. there, da 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 da. Yeah. And I did expect to leave that early, but you know, um, and Canada came calling, and I just thought of, okay, this is going to be a new adventure for me. And I always love changing my environment and changing, yeah. just changing where I live and where I stay, and um, just. It helps me in my creativity as well. Just give me that boost, that energy, that um, I It so I I enjoy to exp- and to immerse myself in different cultures as well. Like right? I love to travel. That's something I would definitely do more of on in the coming future <clears throat> to experience different people, their food, their culture, their arts, things like that.
0: It's awesome. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.
0: Okay, so gonna get closer to the end, and before we do, I have a few. Before we wrap it up, I have a, I have a few questions. Okay, Here's, sure. I, I had bought this uh, "Best Self" book, mm-hmm. uh, not book, uh, this little card set. Okay, quite a few years ago, when I first got on the journey of just bettering myself. Mm-hmm. At that time, I really hadn't experienced the world that much right and knowing my background i i lived in a very conservative household very Mm -hmm. traditional i i went out i started to go out basically towards the end of high school and kind of made a little more friends and then college had a few friends i joined a fraternity but i was a lot more just involved on the business side of things i was i'm i'm, I'm too i'm I, I like to be involved instead of yeah. just having the fun i'm like everyone else can have the fun i'll do the hard work type of guy <laughs> and so i, well, I really did it was that
1: no i mean but you do have fun i think oh i do, do i do yeah okay awesome. yes i, <laughs> yes, I, I definitely do have my fun i definitely do have
0: my fun <laughs> okay but awesome. so then then I got married and whatnot. So I didn't really get to experience like the social life as much. And so when Mm -hmm. I started go go get out from it and like really go on the journey of growing. Mm -hmm. Where do I start? And so I I ran into this deck and I never used it. And when I when I started moving and unpacking everything, Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, what am I gonna do with these? I was like, Mm -hmm. idea. I can just use this box this it's an icebreaker box as as questions to ask towards the end and I can just pick three <laughs> random questions that are going to be pretty suitable and just okay. go go from there but my first question before I get yep. into these three for the people out there that are that have that talent that have that skill that want to do something outside of what they're currently doing what advice would you give them?
1: So I would say that they should um, take some time to find. And um, I would say that a lot of times you have to really know who you are, right? And what you want. So what I mean is you have to do a self-check. So what exactly is Ori's? now, for example, what are my values? What, how do I see life? What are the things that I want to achieve in life, right? So it's like a self assessment, which is something that's very important because that would also define your why. So that is because for everything that you're doing, you need to understand your purpose, right? But then if you don't do a self evaluation, if you don't do a self assessment, then you wouldn't really grasp. What your why is, right? So I think right. that's the first step is that who am I and what exactly do I want to achieve? Where do I see myself in ten years, in five years, in fifteen years, twenty and and whatnot, and then um understand your why. So if you're an aspiring artist, if you're a creative, photographer, artist, designer, whatsoever is that, why do I want to do this? Right? So, um, it could be creating experiences for people. It could be whatever you want to do. Make sure that you know that why, because that why would help you craft your story. Right? Right. So it's about, because when people ask you what you do, you don't just create or paint, right? You you change people's lives. So, um, I, I believe that once you understand the foundation, so I believe that once you understand the foundation of what you do, it will help you to to tell your story better. And then um, I would say that never stop trying because you might not get it the first time, the second time, the third time. You have to keep going. Yeah. You have to keep just keep doing it over and over and over again because um, one thing that I I also didn't didn't, didn't realize was that <clears throat> I wanted to redefine really my style while I was um I was new right in in my art in my artistic journey. So like, what exactly is my style? Is it realism? Is it illustration? Is it this? Is that? I was just. Very, very furious, but I just gave myself the grace to practice the different kind of styles, right? And then the one that I really, that was really drawn to was obvious, right? So yeah. don't beat yourself up if you can't figure out your style. Just keep exploring. Just keep trying different mediums. Keep trying different styles, different techniques. And then the colors that that you love, the style you love will be drawn to you as much as you are going to be drawn to it to them. So um, give yourself the grace and keep exploring. And I'll also say that look for someone that inspires you, right? So look for other artists, look for other creators that inspire you and also inspire where you want to be in the future. And um, you might not have them as a mentor. I mean, like a physical mentor, but then if you follow maybe their podcast or their blog or their Instagram, you can pick one or two things that you can learn from. Yeah. And also, Finding someone to talk to as well really matters. Someone that you share the same passion, the same interest with. Your circle really, really matters because not a lot of people really understand what you're doing. So having friends that really dig you and dig what, you, what, what you're what trying to achieve, it goes a long way because um, your friends might not understand your goals and your dreams and your visions, yeah. right? And that's yeah. okay. And that's okay, yeah. right? So um, yeah. you just do you you just do you, and yep. um, and um, and also realize that s- um, slow growth is also growth. So you might not grow as yeah. fast as others, but then as long as you're taking one step at a time, you're taking you you're, you're making a progress every day. Then that's still growth, right? So sure. I would say that those are the that's few great. things. That's great. That's great. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's 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 really good. That's really good. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so your first question, this first question Uh. that we have, if you could, if you could instantly be an expert in a subject, what would it be? Mm -hmm.
1: Expert in a subject. Hmm. Funny enough, I would say business analysis. Okay. So um, business analysis, um, I'm sure that you will think art, but (laughs) I wouldn't say that I I wouldn't say that an expert in art, right? Because art, I'm not... um, So, for example, I don't want to be a professor in art or things like that. I enjoy what I do. It's fantastic, right? But I wouldn't want to create, like, a job in quotes. I don't know if you get what I mean, right? But I would say business analysis, and that could also... Have an influence on art, right? Because business mm-hmm. analysis is very broad, right? It's just about mm-hmm. how do you streamline your processes, and that's it. So, right. Right. what what we, are you currently you doing now
0: in your business essentially? Is yes. that why you're choosing? Yes. Okay. So,
1: yes. So, what are you currently doing? doing now, and how can it be done much more better and faster? How can you automate your process, right? So that's why I, I talked about this nice because you can be an artist, you can be whatever, and then you're not doing what should make you a, a skill in five years or in 10 years, right? So how can you skill quickly? How can you skill f- faster by deploying technology and automation? Right. So I would say that's a business analysis. (laughs) That's great. Yeah,
0: yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense because if you don't, if you know how, right? Yeah, I know how to Mm -hmm. create a podcast, right? But if you don't know the business side and how to gain the Mm -hmm. viewers or whatever it may be, then where are you going with this? Like you're not really achieving your purpose then, right? And so Mm -hmm. that's great. That's Mm -hmm. a, that's a great subject to choose next question thank you if you could write a book what would it be about
1: mm-hmm. if I could write a book it would be about myself and um, I
0: like that so <laughs> I, kn- I knew when I chose that I was—I knew that you would choose that I knew that really? because oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, I would too that's the thing I would too because <laughs> I've seen a lot I've experienced enough and yeah. half and of the stuff that you. I've experienced is it's funny it's great Yep. And I'm sure people would get yeah. a joy out of it.
1: Yes. So I would write about um, myself and also with the goal of inspiring um, younger people and also women out there that they can really be anything that they want to be. So it's more of um, telling my story and my experience to inspire other people.
0: All right. and And not let it, not let yep. those. Cause you're a woman of color and you're not letting it yep, be exactly. a, yep. a downfall. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, barrier, you're gonna yeah. take it and run with it. Mm-hmm. right? Oh, you're essentially <laughs> playing with the cards that you were dealt, right?
1: <laughs> yes, of course.
0: Yeah. Like, um, I, I, I bring that up because at a very mm-hmm. young age, I, I was, I always kind of in a way played a victim card and mm-hmm. then I had certain people around me say, you just got to deal with what you got. I'm just like, mm-hmm. and it caught me off guard initially. But then I, when I thought about it, I was like, so true. So true. There's nothing I can do, yeah. right? I can't be any other color. I can't exactly. I can't have a different look, right? I, like, I'm going to mm-hmm. still be this this way and whatnot. So it it really of had course. that. That really had a big impact on me and, and, and it shifted yeah. it was very, at a very young age. And so, again, it goes back to. I'm lucky and blessed that for somehow, some way I, I always have the right people around me at the right times. It's great. Yeah. it's great. <laughs> if you could switch places, uh, La- last yeah. one. All right. So no more, okay. no more icebreaker questions. You're good. You're good. You're going to be <laughs> off the hook. If you could switch okay. places with one of your mm-hmm. friends for a day, who mm-hmm. would it be?
1: One of my friends. Hmm. That's a tough one. And why I say the tough one is that I don't have much friends, right? I would say that my sisters are my very close friends. Okay. But then, um, I would say if I could switch today, um, <laughs> oh, this funny. I can't think of any friend.
0: Yeah not not no. not even like we can expand it out your sister is a good friend like any cousin yeah, could be course. considered a friend like yeah. any any anyone anyone that you would want to switch with they'd be like man one day just to get, just to experience world in your shoes how would it be yes i
1: will say, yes, I will say my friend actually kenan and um funny enough I'm not sure you met her. We met in Texas. Okay. In Dallas. And we came to one of those events um I think one or twice but um I would say Canon because I admire a spirit of um of exploring and adventurous and um, spirit as well. So I would say cuz right now she's currently in um Belgium or, or one of those countries. Oh nice. Wow.
0: <laughs> and
1: she's she's thought about four or five European countries in two weeks. I'm like, yeah, I, I want to do that. <laughs>
0: <I wanna> do <laughs> there that. we go. So, we, yeah. we found her. We, we found <laughs> yes, the, the lucky winner. Yes, <laughs> yes, I is. I yes, actually have one too. And, <laughs> um, and the reason why I choose, I it's, it's one of my, my best friend, Gabe. Yep. And I, that he's the one I also do a podcast on, but I would switch one day with him because I just, mm-hmm. I like how he shows up in the world, I admire, yep. like, he does, he has, mind my language, zero fucks, essentially. <laughs> but at the same time, yep. he has a care. Like, mm-hmm. he, he he has that care of, of people and in the, in the, in the surroundings. And he he has that heart too, right? Yep. Typically, awesome. when people have that, that zero fucks mentality, they mm-hmm. really have that mentality to a great extent, yep. like, they don't even care about anyone. But he he's able to just not care what people think of of him and how he shows up and how he is how he is because he's very yeah. goofy and at, at, at times <laughs> you're just like all right, dude. <laughs> but it's great. Yeah. It's great. But yeah.
1: Awesome. Awesome.
0: So Oris, it was great talking to you. It was great hearing your story. It was a lovely you. story. Beautiful. You you have a great light in you, and it's so beautiful. And Hopefully you, you're able to achieve what you're set out to be and hopefully achieve all your goals and make the great impact that yeah. you're, you're meaning to make.
1: I hope so too. Thank you so much for having me. It was a wonderful time. Thank you. You take care. <laughs> I you too. Right. Bye.
0: Bye.